the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction. You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Welcome to part two of our anthology of writing on the subject of trees and the folklore and mythology associated with them. This podcast is hosted by me, Tiffany Clare. Sound is different in woodland. The trees seem to baffle and deaden noise from the outside world, so you find yourself in a sort of echo chamber in which woodland sounds seem amplified. The trees can play tricks on you, throwing birdsong and other sounds in all directions, so you feel disorientated or lost. This is all part of the magical appeal of spending time in woodland. Our first writer, Sarah Cullino, has already contributed a piece inspired by Woodland to the podcast. Her poem, Green Man, appeared in Series 2, Episode 12. This poem is called The Woodcutter's Children. Our toddlers collect acorns mid-September. Little pockets bulge. We choose the strongest ones to germinate. Google advises sprouting them in the refrigerator. Little hands pat compost down in little pots of zeal, lidded from predators and from frostbite sealed, like the grainy outlined thrill of an ultrasound scan. When the silvery moon is gleaming Songs of love I'll sing you there When the world is still in dreaming If you'll meet me in the willow glen In spring, the seedlings emerge We're into larger pots For three years, we repeat Repot, a comfortable incubation span. We bury our disquiet in soil each time. As time encroaches and soil calls from the ground, one day roots will overpower the foundations of our house. The oak needs ground to grow. We Google again and make plans to soil them around the world, planted alone in a cold forest. We Google National Trust approved woods, but we don't trust the nation's deers and rabbits. We discuss chicken wire and dismiss. A gut precognitive image forebodes of sharp wires enmeshed into knotted entrails of our tender green shoots. The tragedy of mighty potential skewered in the bowels by protective cages of love's intent, twisted into living flesh somehow worse than being devoured. 
The kids are full of hope for Toronto's magic oaks. Their burial is ceremonial. We say our eulogies at Hades' school gates, abandoned to ruthless squirrels and crows. excerpts from Willow Glen by Faye Heald. The track is taken from the Topic Records album, Old Adam. We'll provide further details in our show notes. Tak Erzinger is an American writer and artist, originally from Florida, but now living and working in Switzerland. This poem is called Arbol. I am like a tree within my body catalogue of many lives. Stories run through my veins, like a river cascading from a distant terrain. I was a seedling that began with a single atom and developed into a highway with bypasses of limbs and lungs, transplanted early, mishandled. My root ball was left exposed and pulling I found myself aligning the avenue, anonymous, another genus unnamed, one among many, a single tree. But to survive, I need a forest. Signa Mana is a Belgian writer and folklorist and the author of our recent audio drama, Selkie. Her contribution to the anthology is influenced by Irish folklore and fairy tales and is read here by Kelsey Griffin. one of my branches firmly. Its tiny nails would leave small cuts in my wooden body when it flew away. I hoped that the wind would blow so fiercely that it would scare off the bird. But when its golden brown feathers stroked my green leaves, I secretly wished that it would stay a little longer. always been an ash tree. Thousands of years ago, I was only a girl. My name started with an F, 
or what it could have been an E, I'm not sure. I only know that this place was once called Aden. One day, when my chores were done and my needlework finished, I ran outside into the dense, mossy forest and made two dolls from blades of grass. I called one of them Skahach and the other Ifa. They were sisters and fought each other. I remember a stone circle on top of a hill, glittering under the sunlight. That's where the battle would take place. Aoife screamed when her sword rolled down the hill. Then the fairies came. But these fairies weren't made from grass. They wore green silk dresses. Red roses and bluebells were braided into their long brown hair. I was trespassing. I shouldn't touch the stones. I should leave the hill. I should never return. But I dreamed about the fairies that night. And the battle was not yet done. The next day I returned to that same hill. I moved the same stones and Aoife screamed the same words. Did I secretly hope to see the fairies again? Yes. And saw them again, I did. But the roses and bluebells in their hair had withered. They found me guilty of invading their world. I was to become a tree. Serve as a gateway between my world and theirs. Live a monotonous life for all eternity. This sentence might seem cruel, but the fairies would remember this story differently. They would say that I ruined their homes. A lot has changed since then. There used to be a weeping willow across the stream, but it dropped into the water when the humans came. Only the trunk remained. There was a sweet-smelling hawthorn standing proudly next to me. Oh, how I loved the sight of those red berries. But it's gone too. I was terrified. It was summer, but my leaves fell as if it was autumn. I warned the fairies. I will be dead soon, cut down. They laughed while I watched how my companions died one by one. Goodbye, oak. Goodbye, noble fir. Goodbye, silver birch. It was my turn. A red-bearded man swung his axe at my trunk. It splintered. The steel changed into something they had never seen before, but I knew what it was. Fairy dust. Another man came with an even bigger axe, and then another, and another. But just like the fairies, I laughed. Their axes could not hurt me. From that day on, I was alone. I saw them building a castle in the far distance. Houses came, first made from straw and heather, then wood, then bricks. Cobblestones surrounded my trunk in the same way those stones had once surrounded the hill. Horses passed by, then carriages, then cars. 
The fairies used to press their foreheads against my rugged trunk. They used to love travelling. Not anymore. But I can still see both worlds. The fairy forest, with its colourful wildflowers and streams, and the human city, with its traffic lights and sewers. a poem by Sarah Corbett in part one of our anthology. This one is called Dark Moon and is read by Amy Forrest. This is a dark me, twisted body of a hawthorn, the latent witching of that tree. It's black muscle harming itself, but growing old, An ugly face, proud to be ugly. A sneer at beautiful things. Prepare yourself, I may bud and burst. A veiled hag. A trick of spring that watches inwards. Turns and turns a hollowed magic from my harsh skin. My spiked and flowering hands. Ancient woodland is defined as woodland that has existed continuously since 1600 or before. Ancient woods in Britain may be remnants of the great forests that covered the country before men started to use timber extensively for building or firewood. Forests like Sherwood in the East Midlands, the Forest of Dean in Gloucestershire, the New Forest in Hampshire and Cannock Chase in Staffordshire are all the remnants of much larger areas of woodland that have been whittled down to what we see now. Here's another poem by Tack Erzinger. This one is called Serenade. In that cradle of trees, leaves, with sienna, golden alight, I witnessed the wind, how softly it would rock the branches lullabies from afar the stream an eager audience in cleft earth its appraisal i longed to match without judgment without concern without fear of flooding over i listened for a music i could understand like lyrics the forest offered a chorus of hidden wildlife the mountains back supporting them, loud enough to hear, not see. I tried to match the tone, but my voice froze each time my mouth opened. I listened for words I could catch, so many falling leaves, heard the branches drop their notes. In that cradle of trees, I discovered I was part of that rhythm. This piece was composed long ago. I paused and hoped to be baptised. 
for the trees to lift me up and swaddle me in song. Then bring the evening home, letting the low stars dance with me. In the story of Daphne and Apollo, Daphne turns into a laurel tree to protect her from the unwanted advances of Apollo. This was the theme of the poetic monologue Loris Nobilis by Karis McRoberts, which appeared in the first part of our anthology. This theme also inspired our audio drama No Words, in which I play a character called Naomi, trapped in an increasingly loveless marriage and absorbed by the art of Italian sculptor Benini whose sculpture Apollo and Daphne can be seen in the Galleria Borghese in Rome, where the drama is set. In the story, I drew my own transformation to a tree in this magical realist sequence, alongside Italian actor Federico Folia. Sleep is fitful, but when I dream... I am in a forest glade. I breathe the pine-swept air and feel the sharpness of twigs and leaves beneath my feet. Birdsong is everywhere, cascading through the clearing, echoing amongst the trees. A gentle voice that seems to come from everywhere. Are you ready, signorina? Are you ready, signorina? Are you ready, signorina? And I see him walking towards me into the dappled sunlight of the glade. His face is calm and reassuring. I know I trust him. Know I'll be safe. Yes, quite ready. Then I wish you great happiness. And as he smiles and I try to step forward to hug him, I feel my feet rooted to the forest floor, my toes stretching, burrowing into the soft, damp earth, holding me fast to the spot. For a moment I... I panic, but then I understand, (laughs) it's a dream, all metaphor, I'm Daphne, my own version of her. If you like, we can call it metaphor, it's as real as you want it to be. In Through the Trees Part 2, you heard writing by Signa Mana, Sarah Cullino, Sarah Corbett, and Tak Erzinger. The readers were Kelsey Griffin, Amy Forrest, and Tiffany Clare. You heard excerpts from Willow Glen by Faye Heald. We would like to thank Glenn Johnson at Proper Records and Topic Records for permission to use the track. 
Listen out for further contributions from Faye Heald in a future Alternative Stories edition. Music, sound design and production were by Chris Gregory. Sound effects were from freesound.org. Music is published by Scared Crow Music. Through the Trees Part 2 was an Alternative Stories 2020 production for the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. If you've enjoyed this edition of the podcast, please seek out some of the other poetry and drama content we produce by subscribing to Alternative Stories and Fake Realities in your podcast app of choice. Alternatively, you can listen via a browser or on a music streaming service such as Spotify. Please leave us a rating and review if you have time. If you have not listened to part one of our anthology, please seek it out to hear pieces by Karis McRoberts, Tanya O'Sullivan and Sarah Corbett. Thank you for listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast with me, Tiffany Clare. The Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction.